1: Welcome to Kind World. Today's story is about Dan Peterson, who lives in Augusta, Georgia. For years, Dan and his wife were inseparable. My wife,
2: she was an angel.
1: They met late in life and did everything together. She drove him to work every day, and he ran errands for her business in floral design.
2: I've always been a bit of a loner. So we had each other. We just devoted ourselves to each other. I had it all figured out that I was going to die first, and so that's no problem. And then all of a sudden, she was in the hospital for 35 days.
1: Mary's 80-year-old heart was beating abnormally fast, and it went faster and faster until finally, after 35 days, it stopped. Dan sat next to his wife's unresponsive body for hours trying to come to terms with his new reality. As days turned into months, Dan didn't know what to do with himself. He spent a lot of time in his garden, remembering his wife's favorite flower, white roses.
2: I've never been able to get a white rose to grow. (laughs) All mine are
1: red. A darkness settled over Dan that he couldn't seem to escape.
2: I'm sitting here staring out the back window of my house just waiting it out to see how long I was going to live. I felt like about all I had left to do was get in people's way.
1: Six months later, on dreaded grocery run day, Dan felt particularly depressed.
2: I hadn't shaved for a couple of days, and and I hadn't had a haircut probably for three months, and didn't really give a you-know-what about anything except, well, what do I do tomorrow, watch squirrels?
1: He was furrow browed and he didn't look like the friendliest man. As a mother of seven, Tara Wood was all too familiar with the grocery store. Today, she had her four year old daughter, Nora, along in the shopping cart.
2: And all of a sudden, I come to the end of the hall or uh, aisle, and here's this little girl, and, and she's sort of bouncing up and down and pointing at me. And she said, uh, Hi, old person. Today's my birthday. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I didn't quite know what old person she was talking to. But then she kept pointing at me. I thought he needed a friend because he was sad. I really wasn't in a good mood. But then when you have a little girl bouncing up and down and being so happy to be alive, uh, you know, you sort of change. It sort of made my day that day, frankly.
1: He said, well, hi, little lady. How old are you today? The two chatted briefly, and then both carts went their separate ways. Thirty
0: seconds later, she turned around and said, Can I take a picture with that old man for my birthday? I encourage my children to talk to strangers. I mean, not leave the park with strangers, but I don't want my children to be afraid of people who look differently than them.
1: So Tara doubled back, and the 81-year-old and the 4-year-old posed for a photo. Nora asked him for a hug.
0: I don't know. It was magical and profound, and it's... This cosmic sweetness that
1: happened, you know, right in front of the dairy section of the grocery store. In the days that followed, Nora wouldn't stop asking her mom about Mr. Dan. Was he lonely? Cold? Did he have enough cheese? Tara posted Dan's picture on Facebook, and one comment caught her eye. A woman wrote that she knew the man in the photo, and she said it was the first time she'd seen him smile since his wife died. That's when Tara decided she would call Dan and ask to visit. They planned a lunch. Nora just ran right up to
0: him like she's known him all of her life. She was climbing all over him like a monkey. And and of
2: course, every time I turned around, she'd come back over and hug me again. I just promised it. I loved him.
1: It's not like this was typical Nora behavior. She hadn't done anything like it before. Something about Mr. Dan spoke to Nora.
0: We ended up spending, gosh, almost three hours together that day. I couldn't bear the thought of that, of him being in that house by himself with no one to talk to, so I just decided then and there that whether he liked it or not, we had just absorbed him into our family of nine.
2: I've got a rose bush right outside my front door, and it just blossomed a great big red rose.
1: Nora leaned over to smell it.
2: And it was precious to me. It's the only thing I had to give back. So I got it and gave
1: it to her. With his pocket knife, he slowly carved every thorn from the stem and handed it to Nora. That sort of sealed our
2: friendship, I think. They come over about every week now.
0: She just blows in like a whirling dervish. Plunders through his cabinets and he slaps his knee and laughs and laughs and laughs.
2: I go in
0: his garden where he grows vegetables. They giggle and
2: tell each other secrets. Those were little seeds that I planted when you were here last time. And look at how much they've grown already. Oh, look at that that baby one. Yeah, and they're going to be big
0: squash. He's so... Fascinating. I mean, he's he's lived a thousand lifetimes, and he's got so many stories to share. And he's never gonna be alone again.
2: Nora got me out of the loop. Gave me something to live for. Uh, it's like the sun came out. Yeah.
1: Kind World tells stories about the pivotal moments in our lives. You can learn more about the series at WBUR.org slash Kind World and subscribe to the podcast to hear all the episodes. Thanks for listening. I'm Erica Lance.